0: Our stories, my story, and Linda's story also. It's a long story. We've been here a long time, longer than almost everybody here. Um, And it's a special day as well, October 7th. Forty years ago, we were married, our anniversary. So 1985, I think uh, as best as I can figure out, is when we first came to the church. Um, came out of the uh, Christian Reformed Church, another church in which Linda and I both grew up. Um, Our first Sunday actually turned out to be the first Sunday that Seattle Mennonite Church met in the old church at Woodland Park Presbyterian Church up on Finney Ridge. Um, And we liked it. Uh, Much of what we liked, I think, was um, we, we heard the same message that Catherine brought to us today, uh, really, and, and, and that's a, a large, I think, a large part of what we found um, that we love about the church, um, a community of care, people who are dra- brought to the campfire, you know, brought to Jesus, uh, care, and, and not only among ourselves, but we heard from the very beginning, it's, you know, it's care for people in our community, for people who are maybe uh, different from us or less fortunate than us or, uh, yeah, different in some ways, um, that's really what, what we're about, what we saw at the church uh, when we first joined. Um, the bit about boundaries. Uh, I guess what I like about boundaries is that there shouldn't be any boundaries. I believe in no boundaries. And we saw that at the church too, that you know there really aren't boundaries. Anybody who comes is welcome. And that's, that's really wonderful. Uh, I think that in, in a way means for us what Jesus is about. Um. <coughs> and I like the part too. I think this is part of what we saw and what we believe, that the boundaries, to the extent that there are boundaries there, the boundaries are there to protect uh, the powerless, uh, protect those who, who need help and care. Um, that we heard. Steve Ratcliffe was the pastor at the time um, who, who, you know, in some ways brought us into the church. Uh, I think Steve lived out that message as well. Uh, and Uh, One thing I remember, Michael Bade was actually just pointing out uh, before church here, uh, early after we joined, Michael and and Lisa joined about the same time we did, Uh, shortly after we came to church one Sunday and Steve wasn't there. He was in jail because of civil disobedience, standing up for homeless, for the powerless. Uh, That was also important. Uh, You know, we'd never been in a church before where the minister had gone to jail. So that and also i think um you know incorporated into into our lives into my life at the time when we joined i was working for one of the big law firms downtown doing corporate law which was okay but uh, really the message is um, you know not just coming to church on sunday and hearing the ten commandments and then going out on monday through saturday living the morals of the marketplace you know that's not really what following jesus is about and that's what we heard Uh, so after, I think, 1987, actually, is when I bailed out of the law firm and started doing my immigration work, uh, which is where I've stayed ever since. Uh, and that, I think, was important, a, a way, in some small way, to live out this idea that, um, you know, Monday through Saturday, uh, what you do is, is try to help the powerless. Um, and, and not just help, I mean, it's not a one-way street, of course, it's, it's learning also from, from other people in the community. Uh, which was a message we heard, and, and we tried, tried in our own small way to live out. Um, it was about 19, I'm not sure the date, 1992 or 1993, when we moved from Woodland Park Presbyterian Church to this facility, the old Lake City Way Theater. When we came here, you know, there's a projection room up in the back and the movie screen up here, and um, all of the movie seats uh, you know, from, from here to the back. And uh, so we took the Lake City Way Theater and, and converted it into a house of worship. I was talking with Lacey a little bit, coming to, uh, uh, t- coming to church this morning about uh, that process and talking about, you know, taking all these uh, old movie seats out, uh, getting them out and what that involved. And that, that was pretty gross. <laughs> and Talking about what's under the seats. And yeah, Lacey said, yeah, gum and boogers. <laughs> that was there and worse but uh, really about you know, taking something that's run down, worn out, uh, and restoring it. Um, another uh, aspect, I think, of Seattle Mennonite Church, what, what we do and what we do well, taking things that are broken uh, and making them look look nice, part of what uh, Mennonite Disaster Service does, of course, uh, and what we, in our own small way, um, uh, do have, done, have done here. Linda, that was a very important project for Linda. She was involved in... Um, in her own way, she, um, in uh, designing the space and, and um, yeah, making the space beautiful. That was really an important part, I think, of Linda's life is her involvement with, with um, all of us here in restoring this, uh, this building, taking something that's ugly and making it beautiful. So December 19th, December 2016, about a year and a half ago, a little more than a year and a half ago, is when Linda was diagnosed with brain cancer, and that, um, you know, the next year through, she passed away in December 2017. Past December, um, really, uh, a time for us that was thick with troubles. Um, it was not not pretty. You know, you go through chemo and radiation and all of that uh, that that entails, um, hair loss. Um, vomiting, losing control of your body, and um, just all that comes with that, all the troubles that come with that. But um, really, what was um, so wonderful for us was the support that Linda had, that we had, uh, during that year. You know, people bringing meals, uh, people being um, coming over for visits, uh, being in our prayers, and sharing prayers with us uh, that's really uh, again what i think seattle mennonite is, is about is, it's a community of care um, i remember one of the um, one time during the year megan came over to pray with linda and that happened a couple more than once uh, several times and, and that's as well as other people and we really uh, you know that was really really a beautiful part of the past year um, Anyway, Megan and Linda were, were over praying. I was upstairs, and um, you know then I was coming down. I heard them just laughing and cracking up, just really wild laughter. I came down and I was wondering, "Oh well, what's so funny?" And um, yeah, Megan said, "Oh, we were praying and it's like, okay, right in the middle of the prayers, they just started cracking up, and some joyous laughter right in the middle that's about a year you know about a year ago that that happened, you know when Linda was really really feeling weak and um, losing control of her body, but just wonderful. Reminded me, a little bit, reminded me a little bit of the story of Sarah, when she gets the news when she's barren, 90 or whatever years old, and gets the news that she's gonna have a child, and she just cracks up from this message from God. I don't think that they were talking about Linda having a baby. <laughs> but it was wonderful that, um, you know, that there's really a time for Linda to have joyous laughter in the last uh, couple months of her life. And that's really, I think, what, uh, again, what reflects what Seattle Mennonite Church is about, is, you know, taking something that year was really ugly, but making it beautiful. It was really, you know, that year was the best year of our life, I think, and really just beautiful. So um, there's a poem by a Muslim poet, uh, some of you may know Hafiz, from the 13th century, a, Su- a Sufi. I think really reflects what Seattle Mennonite Church is about. And in some ways, these are the words that um, um, you came to us with. These are your words. I, you know, I think of Megan and Amy and Jonathan and Melanie. Yeah, these are their words to us. That came to Linda and me that I think to all in our congregation and in our community as well, people here and people outside of this physical space. Are you troubled? Then stay with me, for I am not. Are you lonely? A thousand loving angels dwell in ancient caves beneath my eyelids. Impoverished? Here's a pick. My whole body is an emerald that begs, take me. Write all that worries you on a piece of parchment and offer it to God. Even from the distance of 2,000 years, I can lean the flame in my heart into your life and turn all that troubles you into holy incense. Those are really words of Jesus, words that come from our pastors to, to us, and I hope that we're able to live out those when we go into the community.